You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Wilfred After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Wilfred After Show. Yo. Yo. Thing is for doing. We're here doing the Wilfred, Season 2, Episode 10, entitled Honesty. And what an honest episode. It really was. It really was. And if I can be honest with you folks, a little later in this show, we'll be talking about a new project coming up from uh, Mr. Elijah Wood. You like him as a psycho? Well, not like really a psycho, but definitely a mentally disturbed individual on Wilfred. You should check out Lord of the Rings. Also that. And also this new film. Well, we'll talk about this new film later in the show. First off, Cats. Important to remember, we are not talking about the musical Cats with the people in the weird cat costumes dancing around and stuff. Mm-hmm. We are talking about actual physical cats. And a prolific amount at that. Yes. I misread something. We're talking about Ryan first. <laughs> I am We bad. were all prepared to just roll with it. Yep. All the internet was on board. They were like, all right, I guess we're going to talk about cats. And then you had to go and throw a curveball at them. I did. I just hate the people on the internet. Just adapt. I'm sorry. Like a cat would. Like a cat. <laughs> to bring you further off topic. God damn it. God damn it, great goodness. <laughs> what we're My bad, about, folks. What we're talking about, and it was a pretty major component of this episode, and... We could argue that the series has been leading up to it all this season. Mm-hmm. Ryan finally getting down and being honest with himself. That's right. We and have this really... Now, it's a moment that we've seen at least hinted at before. Sorry, my ear itched. <laughs> uh, we've seen this moment sort of happen before, but I never. I don't think it's happened as hard to Ryan as it does at about the end of Act three of this episode. And he's never been this committed to it. It's yeah. always sort of, well, I guess it's time for me. I don't know why he's becoming like, oh, and I guess it's Woody Harrelson at that point. Well, I guess it's time. No, Owen Wilson. I guess it's time for me to be honest with yeah. you guys. And No, this is he's going and assaulting it. He is going and slapping us all in the face yeah. with honesty. He doesn't guess it's time to be honest. He is... Honesty farts in his face and he smelt it. And now it's time to dealt it. <laughs> what an apt metaphor. What a beautiful really, wordsmith you are. I really, I, I am like Edgar Allan Poe. With farts. <laughs> With farts. Uh, he, um, Ryan realizes, 
despite having been told basically this whole season that Jenna's life is his fault, uh, here, um, by being confronted and confronted again and again by that with that fact by Wilfred and Jenna and Jenna who's reminding him hey oh it's not like it's your fault again I don't know why everyone is turning into Owen Wilson tonight (laughs) it's not your fault but it (laughs) totally is and this is the first time that we're acknowledging it too because we always sort of sidestep that it's we have that at the end of the episode where oh no Ryan's done something horrible again and then we sort of pass it off and it's on the back burner but this is really an episode where everything came to a head yes so now he has to deal with it right and interesting this is an interesting thing that I just put together in my head. He's about to blame Wilfred for all of the stuff that that happens in this this time around ruining <laughs> ruining Jenna's career. Uh and where he's just sort of like rattling off all the stuff that Wilfred's done and he's just like and Jenna's career is ruined and it's all my fault. Right. Now, obviously this is prob mostly in reference to the fact that he left the pot around. He uh, got, stole his sister's pee. Wow, that's a weird sentence. Uh, to get her off the hook. Uh, and and all of these horrible things happen. Um, and it's the first time he's really acknowledging that about himself. But he's also about to blame Ryan and reali- or about to blame Wilfred and realizes that that means it's his fault because Wilfred is a projection of everything bad in his brain. That's totally true because he's finally accepted a new level of honesty. Yeah. He's saying, okay, I'm a crazy person and you're a figment of my imagination. You are me. So by blaming you for anything, I have to blame right. myself. I have to realize that you are a dog <laughs> who is not really capable of, well, maybe this dog is capable of editing a video <laughs> <laughs> about killing cats and and, uh, and and postal service workers. Which, by the way, not to get too off topic, I thought that was just like an added crazy thing. Yeah. It seemed legitimate to me. Like, of course, killing postal workers. But no, it's because he's the a dog. dog yeah, you and do, dogs yeah, hate yeah. postal workers. Yeah, you, you put that together. Just now. Yeah. It it took me a second, and then I was like, "All oh, right, dogs, dogs right. hate these guys." Um, but apparently, Ryan hates it. Ryan hates also apparently workers. Ryan hates postal workers and cats and Dobermans. Right, um, Dobies. But we do like I, I think it's refreshing that we get this level of honesty from Ryan, which <laughs> left me really unsettled at the end of this episode <laughs> because every time Ryan has a big moment. There's always another shoe ready to drop. A series of shoes. Yeah, there's always a series of really horrible... There's a platoon yeah. of boots. Steel-toed boots thing. just aimed right at his b-hole right there. Uh, the b-hole of his mind. Yeah, the b-hole of, of Ryan's mind. Um, and this time around, they, they like, he, he beca- he's honest with her, then she takes the dog away, and then... Um, they meet again, and then instead of it being bad again, uh, she's honest with him. Now, here's the thing that was really tense about that moment for me, is the entire time that was happening, there was this box of cats that had been (laughs) sitting in a pit in Ryan's basement and were going to be killed. Mm -hmm. And everyone knew they were missing. 
like sitting on his. And lawn. they're right there. Yeah, I was just I was sort of waiting for that. Speaking of being honest, come on, we got to yeah. be honest about what's going to happen to those cats when exactly. Wilfred is right what's, next to yeah, them. Yeah, well, this was this was a bad news scene waiting to happen. But it didn't. But it didn't because honesty is the best policy. And, and Ryan. But you know what? It's totally, at least for the purposes of this episode, yeah. this is the first good thing yeah. that's happened to Ryan. Not even really a good thing, but just not a bad thing. Yeah, this is the first not un unbelievably bad thing to happen to Ryan in a while. It's the first not not bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to happen to right. Ryan in forever because he was honest. Exactly. So we'll see how long this keeps up. Mm-hmm. But... Well, also, I mean, everything was always getting complicated, and there were just added... Every time he lied, there was an added layer of something to fall on his head later. So now uh, we... Ha- and now we... We'll wipe the slate yeah, clean. We've, we've eliminated all of that on the Jenna side of this equation. Um... I think Ryan's... Well, not all of it. There's not, the whole yeah. thing that he sees her dog as a person. That's true. Which, That's I don't thing. know if you've considered this, but is a pretty major tenant of the show. Just a thought. I had never put that together until right now. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm here. Well. To point out your shortcomings. <laughs> and there are many. There are so many. Uh, hey, folks. Um, you listen to this podcast. Clearly. You listen to other podcasts? You should probably listen to other podcasts because they're pretty cool. There's some pretty cool podcasts out there. This is the only one you really need. There are other ones out there. But there is icing to be had upon the cake of podcasts. So uh, my recommendation for you, dear listener, is to go to iTunes. Use their little iTunes store, and they have a podcast app there. And you can find podcasts, and then you can rate them. And you can comment on them. And uh, one thing we'd love for you to do is to rate and comment on our podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, we and, do appreciate it. Yeah. Let people know that yeah. we're okay or not. You can also be honest. Yeah, you can. Like we said, honesty, like as we've been implying, honesty is the best policy. But we'd really appreciate it if you lied and gave us five stars here. <laughs> also, we're still running that contest. Say the meanest thing you can about Greg. Or John. Or any of us. Really? Siobhan Hughes, she's not here tonight. She's you can not say here. something really mean about her. Really, really tear her down. She she has it coming. <laughs> she know what's she knows what she did. Um but seriously, just rate, comment, tell your friends. That's all we ask. Keeps the lights on. Yeah. Let's us know what we're doing right. And we want to keep doing what you think we do right. And eliminate what you think we're doing wrong. Greg. John. Greg is bad. John is worse. Speaking of the worst. Cats. Cats. God and damn. man, I this episode really spoke to me, at least in the first half, because I am <laughs> not, You're not, a cat, not a cat person. Not a cat person. They no. are just moody and unplayful, and they do scratch. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Yes, that that's they a thing do. they do. It's pretty horrible. They didn't make that up for the purposes no, of the show. That is not that is a true fact. They have all scratched someone. And I swear, they have poison in their little dagger <laughs> fingers because it always hurts much worse than a slight <laughs> breaking of the skin. Say sticking nails in your skin. Right. No. A cat's claw, though. Way worse. Um, I have a little bit of a soft spot for cats, as Greg can attest to. Um, you read my script. 
Oh, right. <laughs> That's about a cat. Yeah. But ultimately, I think they're beasts of burden. They're there to <laughs> kill smaller, pestier animals. That's why That's why I've always had a cat. How does that make it a beast of... Maybe I don't understand. I've always thought... I, I've burden. always in, interpreted the phrase beast of burden to mean a beast that carries a burden for... Like a, uh, a work animal. Oh, I thought it was a beast that is a burden. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. There's a song about it yeah. out there by the Rolling Stones somewhere. Check out that song and uh, Get call back in. To us. Call in 424-256-1729. Tell us what Beast of Burden means because I have no idea. Uh, this episode has a lot of cats. Lots of cats. Which is kind of surprising that we've never seen cats brought out on parade like this until yeah. season two. Seeing as how it's a show about a dog. Yeah. Uh, we've seen elements of it before, like passing reference mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But man, they were just everywhere tonight. I just, I think, I think my favorite element of this episode was that cat stuff because it brought up so many funny lines, uh, such as "Please have your cats put down" <laughs> in the video um, before it's too late. Before, <laughs> before it's too late. Um, <laughs> Ryan saying to Wilfred. We're making a cat-killing video, aren't we? Uh, is pretty great. Which, I'm glad they acknowledged it, too. Yeah. <laughs> because right away, you're just, I know where this is going. <laughs> There's no way this is not nope. going to turn into a cat-killing nope. video. Which was a great scene. Oh, and yeah. I think kind of a cross-promotion with American Horror Story, because that suit looks suspiciously gimpish. Oh, it, does, it does look a little... Oh, and speaking of that scene... Yeah. Um, now, uh... <laughs> Also, also, greatest question ever asked on TV, I think, was asked in this episode. Which was? Why are there cats in a pit in my basement? (laughs) (laughs) And this sort of um, silence of the Lambsian pit. Yeah. Where he's just torturing the cat. You're losing your mind! (laughs) There's something about (laughs) the schizophrenic projection. uh, Ryan's projection of a human face onto this dog shout it, going crazy shouting at a pit full of cats that they're losing their minds. Something about that image it's will just, stick with me forever. If you really tried to analyze this episode I think you would just fall into a pit of inceptionness that yeah. we've talked on before. This is we've talked <laughs> about maybe like the fifth dream layer. I think what you just described <laughs> is like we've gone into seven dreams at this point. Oh, this yeah, is we're... past the basement with the train, and this is just straight on to some other unforeseen level. We're we're real deep. We're in like oh man, the Cheshire Cat is really his smiles just lingering there, and there's a bunch of dudes tripping on shrooms telling us stuff. Speaking of trippiness, uh kind of trippy, sad trippy video that ultimately came out of that editing process. <laughs> yeah. And again, yeah. something I'd totally be cool with running, because ultimately don't care about cats. <laughs> I just, I don't ever need to look at sad pictures of sad puppies ever again. Right. I just, I've had my fill. Um, anytime I hear a Sarah McLaughlin song, I immediately start crying. Fun fact, that's he's not exaggerating. Not making that up. I've seen him cry during the anti-animal abuse. I can't handle it. I can't. It's a it's, this is a serious fact about me. And yet you love the idea of a cat murder video. <laughs> 
Well, no. Uh, it's not the cat murder. It's uh, it's sex butchering <laughs> that I'm in favor of. Okay. Uh, you not... realize that's worse, right? <laughs> I, it depends on the order. Just be you're just happy there's no Sarah McLaughlin song behind it. As long it. as there is a as Sarah McLaughlin song, you can do whatever you Wow. Uh no. The yeah. views expressed here <laughs> do not necessarily reflect. Um the one thing I do one thing I really love is one of the cat's names is Chairman Meow. Oh yeah, that stuck with me too. <laughs> I'm I just I cute. love stupid puns. Oh, they're great. Um, also, one of the notes I wrote down is Chekhov's box of cats, which is sort of in, specifically in reference to the um, the what I mentioned earlier, where they were um, outside and the box of cats was there. And you know, there's that famous quote from Anton Chekhov: "If you plant a gun in the first act, uh, you have to fire it in the third act." So I was really hoping that the cats would like be a problem. <laughs> They weren't a problem, but I will say that it was fired in the third because mm. the Dobies rushed in. Yeah. And man, oh man, did all those cats get murdered. <laughs> I wonder how they shot that, by the way, because those dogs were really angry <laughs> yeah. and those cats were really docile and slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was scared for many alive in that. We should really check the credits on this one again and see if that yeah. whole no cats were killed by Dobermans during the making of this production. Yeah, let's see if they didn't have to luck this one. Yeah. Oh, oh, too soon. <laughs> making reference to a cancelled HBO show that killed a lot of horses. Three. Really classy, John. Three horses. God. Um, you know who's classy? <laughs> Are you going to say Fiona Gubelman or Jenna, yes. whatever her last name is? I'm going to say Jenna. I'm going to say Fiona Gubelman. Fiona Gubelman's a classy lady. She uh, coming into her own in this episode. Yeah, we get, we get... This has been... For those of you who like just started listening to our podcast, uh, one of our big things that we've noticed this season is that Jenna is simply is... Uh, some that exists as just sort of a... Previously, here as, for, to, as was, just existed. But during the season, mm -hmm. she started coming into her own. Yes. And, and I think this is, the, this is the sort of big, big moment. Especially after we haven't seen her for a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen no. her for a while because Ryan was dating that... that that uh, super hot girl. That's right. Super hot. And then he blows it with her because he's, he's an idiot. Yeah, and he's not honest, but he kind of is. He's honest in that he can't continue the relationship. Right. But that was built on a pyramid of lies. Yep. Yep. But now, uh, Ryan's honesty brings out some honesty from Jenna. Which we all kind of knew anyway, I feel like. That was actually a huge surprise for me. Jenna's admission that I've been using you this mm. entire time. Jenna does play that really sweet girl, and mm. she plays it convincingly. Yes. Not to the point where you would say, oh, well, I wonder if she has an ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. So that for me was, whoa, this is going to be... And I was kind of surprised that Ryan took it as lightly as he yeah. did in the episode. But... That's a huge admission that, hey, you're an idiot who's just watching my dog for free all the time. <laughs> Which is basically what she's saying. Yep. Yep. And picking up my dry cleaning and giving me free legal counsel. Yeah, he's doing... 
and and fishing his uh, sister's piss uh, to help her pass a drug test. Right. And all of this. Unbeknownst to her, though. Uh, right. I'm just talking about the malice she knowingly <laughs> showed towards him. <laughs> Never mind all the stuff beneath the surface. Right. The malice that Ryan was bringing on to himself. Yes. Yes. She was cruel. The only note I have from that moment is, oh, shit! <laughs> Does uh, it have all the exclamation points? No, but it's in all caps. Yeah, and it has a exclamation point. It has point, an exclamation So that's about as excited as you get about anything. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get excited about stuff. I think that this is going to be uh, a bright new beginning. Yeah. Not in the sense of, oh, this is like a reset for the characters or even their relationship, mm-hmm. but establishing her as an actual person with emotions and ulterior motives and other thing going on in her head other than I'm a smiley neighbor lady who has a sweet dog that's going to be big pushing into the end of this season because we know this has to be leading all towards something Mm -hmm. we've gotten rid of Ryan's other love interest at least for now right so where is this going with Jenna it has to go somewhere and this is the first step agreed very much agreed and hopefully hopefully it just makes things more complicated and horrible for Ryan. And then he slowly <laughs> travels down the horrible path well, that's, of mental No, that's <laughs> how... Exactly. Yeah. That this is going to be building up, Ryan. They're deepening their relationship. Right. It's no longer just, oh, it's the girl I have a crush on next door. Mm-hmm. This is, all right, now I'm falling for this girl. We're opening up to each other. We're being real. I don't know who I was doing an impression of there. It definitely wasn't That was Luke Wilson. That was Luke Wilson. We're going to get all the Wilson brothers tonight from Greg Goodness. I think I do a pretty good Owen Wilson. They should should throw us a curveball and just have Owen Wilson start (laughs) an episode. Yeah, they should just have the Wilson brothers play every part. Right. Yeah. I'd watch that. It'll be directed by Wes Anderson. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so we have uh, we have some serious. This I think this is the growth that we were talking about needing from Jenna. We needed something oh, yeah. more from Absolutely. her, and and I think it's probably good for Fiona Gubelman as an actress to have a little bit more juice to this part, as she should. She's yeah, a very talented young woman, and it's good for the show because it's gonna it adds another thing to drive to drive him back to the pill bottle. <laughs> It's another <laughs> thing in his life to fall apart. You should see John when he's watching the show. He is just on the edge of his seat, like yes, is this, is this it? Yes. yes. Will this be the time he does it? <laughs> Come on, you coward! Pull the trigger. Grim. It is. And with that, I think it's time that we get into our uh, little bit of news and gossip. We do have AfterBuzz TV news. Take it away. As we've said earlier, uh, Elijah Wood plays a bit of a crazy man on the show. Has a few things, a few synopses loose, but he has never been violent. No. And haven't you ever wanted, haven't you ever thought to yourself, man, I really like Elijah Wood as a crazy person, but I just really wish he would stab someone. Well, now you may get your opportunity. Because according Tell them what they won, Greg. According to Deadline, Elijah Wood will be taking the title role in the reprisal of a uh, long, I wouldn't say forgotten thriller, but a thriller that people probably haven't heard of in a while. 
entitled Maniac. Mm. Okay? And he is going to be playing a shopkeep owner who uh, comes into contact with a nice young lady uh, when she comes into his mannequin store. So we know that we're in for a treat with that. This is going to be a visually horrifying film. And he eventually comes to get close to her, and it becomes increasingly aware that he is indeed a maniac who's really obsessive to the point of violence. So this is... maniac, maniac in the store, and he's dancing like he's never danced before. You were waiting for that. I really You've was. You've been planning that all night. He's kind of like, hurry up, get to the gossip. Just say the name of the title. Yeah. I have to get to... I have to do my joke. I have to do my flash dance joke, Greg. <laughs> But this is going to be played totally straight, as I understand it from the article, at least. This is not, oh, I'm a crazy guy. (laughs) I'm crazy. You know, horror comedy. This is, Elijah Wood is completely insane, and he is going to murder you. You should be afraid. Mm. So if you like Elijah Wood being all adorable and cutesy here, then stay far away. Or three foot tall, like in in Lord of the Rings and his brief appearance in The Hobbit. Right. So... Get ready to be stabbed. That's uh, right. It's you will be stabbed if you see this movie. If you want to prepare for it, it's a 1980 film. Okay. Uh, and it was a William Lustig film. So Check it out. You can go ahead and go through Netflix, Bing it, Bing see that, what, discover all you can about it going into it, and then you'll be maybe less scared or maybe more scared because you know what's going to happen, and the inevitable is all more terrifying than the unknown. Exactly. I got real for a second there. Damn, dude. (laughs) Anyways, I think that's going to bring us into Creepy Theremin music time. Creepy Theremin! And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predict something! You almost ran out of breath. I know. I did. You gotta gotta hit the gym. Yeah, I gotta get back into swimming. That's fine. Swimming. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's good for your okay. Yeah. For lung capacity. Predict something. I predict that. I think that this honesty policy is going to get tied up in the inevitabilities of Ryan's sort of meandering, wormy mind, and we're not going to see a permanent stick to this honesty. I think that things are going to get deeper and deeper, and. By the end of season two, playing on that theme of honesty, we might even see the big reveal. I think Jenna may come to find out that uh, Ryan does see a giant man in a dog suit. Um, Predict something. Um, I think... Well, obviously, I'm pretty pretty on board with that. this whole... Honestly, World, is yeah, not going to yeah. last. Right. Something it, it it can't last because it's this show the is truth. built on lies. Yeah, the show has been built on lies, uh, and this truth is so overwhelming and soul crushing um, that it will. Uh, if the truth comes out, it tears many a relationship apart. Right, for sure. Um, also, also, I'm going to predict that Jenna sees uh, sees Ryan with a dog face. No, you don't. No, I don't. You don't believe that for one second. I don't, because that's stupid. We're stupid. Yes, we are. This whole thing. This whole damn courtroom is stupid. 
great. Tell them where they can find you. At Generic Maverick on the Twitter.com. That's right. Find me at at Barrett on Twitter.com. Also, you can see me performing in Second City's Intern Showcase next Wednesday, August 29th at 10 p.m. at the Second City Training Center in Hollywood. Till then, uh, catch us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.